Hello, Discus listeners. Thank you guys so much for joining us on SCI Chats today. I am your host, Kristen Cizat. My co-host, Uzair Hamad, will not be joining us today as he's busy off doing what's most important. He's treating clients at this moment. But we are so excited for you guys to join us today on SCI Chats. This is a unique platform through the APTA, AMPT, Spinal Cord Injury Special Interest Group, where we get to discuss all things spinal cord injury related. As many of you know, we are celebrating this month in September, Spinal Cord Injury Awareness Month. And in honor of SCI Awareness Month, we wanted to bring interviews with individuals who are out living and thriving in the community following their spinal cord injury to discuss a little bit more their firsthand experience um, going through something that we see on a daily basis, but only as a physical therapist. We hope that hearing a unique firsthand experience can provide us all with the insight, with some new perspectives, and some vision for our daily practice, as well as discover new ways that we can serve our SCI community that we all love so much. So today I'm really excited. We're going to be talking with a wonderful couple. We'll be discussing um, with Geneva and her husband, Tim, today a little bit about her life following her spinal cord injury. Geneva experienced a rare form of spinal cord injury in 2021 following a battle with COVID-19. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce Ms. Geneva and Tim and let them tell us a little bit about themselves. Hello, I'm Geneva. I am a mom of three. I have a seven, five and two year old. Uh, We're a foster family. I was in the Navy and Prior to my spinal cord injury, and now currently, I was a uh, personal chef with a small catering business. And I'm Tim Daniels, and she took most of my things, (laughs) kids, and and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, I work in the supply chain. Uh, Luckily, I'm able to work from home and and be by Geneva's side most of the time. That's awesome. So tell us real quick, how long were you guys married before um, Geneva experienced a spinal cord injury? We celebrated our 10-year anniversary, wedding anniversary while I was in the hospital with my spinal cord injury. So oh. a little over nine years. Oh, congratulations, guys. Thank you. All right. So let's kind of talk a little bit, Geneva, with you about how did your spinal cord injury impact your life as a wife and as a mother? And how did you overcome some of the barriers that you were faced with? Okay. So to be candid, in the beginning, it affected every aspect of every second of my life. Um, I was battling depression in the hospital. I came home and the first two days I thought being home would be, everyone said, you're going to heal at home. It's going to be better at home. The first two days I was at home, I was more depressed than I've ever felt in my life. I thought, you know, previously you get hurt, you get sick, you go to the hospital, you get better, you come home. In my case, I went to the hospital and I didn't get better. And then I came home and had to figure it out without nurses, without help. And then add just being in my own house again, I had to, you know, figure out how to clean, how to take care of my kids, how to put them to bed, how to brush my teeth, everything. Um, So it affected my life for for months after I got out of the hospital greatly. Um, Then I finally got into PT. I, I had to do at home PT for a while, which for me personally wasn't my thing. But once I got back in the gym and with the PT, I think my whole outlook changed. My days got better. Um, I started figuring things out and like vacuuming in my chair. Vacuuming was like a big thing. I'm like, I can never vacuum again. How am I going to vacuum? And, you know, prior to this, Tim was not a vacuumer. So (laughs) I'm still not. Yeah, I I understand. I was like, I need to vacuum. So I need to clean the bathroom. And the first couple months I was just like, 
this is awful. And then I started figuring it out. I started realizing, listen, everyone, everyone that goes through a spinal cord injury has this adjustment. It's not just me. Stop feeling bad for yourself and just get on with life. And that's what we did. Mm-hmm. Luckily, luckily, Geneva, it continued to progress. So those, those same things became easier, you know, every day, every month, every week with all the time that she spent in physical therapy, um, you know, helped her do all of those things. So Absolutely. from the chair, yeah. from the chair, like, I know that, you know, I'm learning to walk again, thank God, but I know not everyone has that opportunity, but I was, it got better even when I was fully paralyzed. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I was like, again, to be candid, I was like, how am I going to wipe myself at home? Like, mm-hmm. I can't ask my husband, like, he's already seen me get a port. He's calfing me, you know, I'm wearing a diaper. Like now he's going to wipe me. Like, this is just unbelievable. Um, but still in the chair, still fully paralyzed. Things got better. The more I realized, well, I just have to make this adjustment and I'm vacuuming from a chair now and pushing myself on a wall and we put in bars next to the toilet and, you know, Mm -hmm. there were adjustments, but things got better. Things got way better. Geneva, do you mind telling, um, our listeners what level your injury is and what, um, what exactly type of spinal cord injury you were diagnosed with? Yeah. So I have transverse myelitis, which is something I have never heard about before. (laughs) Uh, naively, I thought spinal cord injury meant you had some kind of trauma and I, ironically, I am so paranoid that you won't catch me cliff jumping (laughs) or skydiving. I didn't want to ever get a spinal cord injury. So I got really sick with COVID. It attacked T5 through T10. And that caused inflammation and that caused paralysis from my all line down. Okay. Now, Tim, as Geneva was going through this journey, tell us a little bit about what that was like for the husband, for someone as the loved one kind of watching, but being so involved, um, in, in the rehab process. It was, it, it was difficult. Um, there were a lot of things, you know, she said, you know, juggling, juggling the family outside of the hospital, um, was probably the most difficult, um, being with Geneva and, you know, kind of being there throughout her, her PT and, and all of the, the med issues that, that, um, was almost the easiest part. Uh, I think the hardest part was juggling life outside of the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, kind of prioritizing that with, with help of some, some family, um, that, that was the biggest struggle. Um, and advocating for Geneva inside the hospital was, was probably the, the most challenging thing, uh, making sure that she got the right care from the right people, uh, making sure we were in the right place. Um, all of those things were, were extremely important and, and challenging at that time. Absolutely. Looking back now, knowing what you know at this moment, what advice would you have for your, either your primary rehab team or other survivors on kind of navigating that process? So for me, um, I have been blessed with finding the best PTs in the world. Um, but I did go through, like I said, in-home care wasn't ideal. So as far as advice, I would just say PT to me is more than physical therapy. So sometimes I think you're going to have to go through a couple, like a therapist, you're gonna have to go through a couple until you find your fit. Um, 
you need someone that you feel comfortable with that you can relate to. My PT has become like my best friend, a therapist, a cheerleader. She knows when to push me and I need to be pushed. But then sometimes it's like I, I get chronic UTIs and I need to be in there working out, but she knows maybe not the treadmill today, but we'll still push her in another way. And I get to talk during my session. And it's like a therapy session for me. I think community with your PTs is, is really important because I go to two different places and both places. I feel like this is my escape. This is my home. They understand. And every time I leave physical therapy, I feel lighter and I feel, I feel better. Yes. Wonderful. Yeah, what it's about not, you, It's Tim? not just, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, what about you, Tim? Yeah, I, I I think for her at least, it's not just about the the physical therapy. It's it's the mental mental aspect of it all. It, it helps her, her working out helps every aspect of her life. Um, for me, I I think about it a little bit differently because I'm not the one that's doing it. Uh, for me, it's more strategic when when we're talking to the PT or deciding who your PT is going to be. Uh, like Geneva said, we were blessed with the team at the hospital um, where she stayed, um, that it was that, I mean, they were just fantastic. So um, that was great, but also, you know, figuring out what her needs were and figuring out the best possible person, the best possible team um, to be able to tackle what, what she's going through. Because, you know, these physical therapists see dozens of patients, you know, a week or a a day. Um, But for us, and we said this numerous times to many different doctors, we're the only people that mean anything to us. Um, So we wanted to do our due diligence to make sure that she had the right team that was going to push her to her and maybe a little getting a little getting better. Yeah. So I think it's super frustrating because we've been through doctors, we've been through PTs and the process is frustrating. Like, I don't think this is it. I don't think this is it, but like, I think that would be the biggest advice. Just keep, there's thousands of PTs out there and there's thousands of amazing ones. And even the ones that may not fit you are, might be great, but if you don't have a personal connection with them, I don't think they should be your PT personally. Yeah. And for, and for Geneva, her PT team, where, where we go is, is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but for example, we travel out of state to go see the doctor. We know, we know the best people for her. And that took a year. Um, yeah. That took a year. It took a lot of research to make sure she was in the right place. Mm-hmm. And then for people who are suffering with a spinal cord in- injury, like I always say the same advice, it's going to get easier because I go to PT and there's, people that are walking. There's people that are doing way better than me. And then there's people that just got there. And I, when I see someone struggling, I just say, I, I promise. And I swear it's going to easier. Whether you, you improve, like, um, if, whether you're paralyzed the rest of your life or whether you get, you are able to walk again, no matter what stage you're in, it's going to get easier as time goes by. You're going to figure it out. You're going to figure out how to transfer. You're going to figure out how to brush your teeth. It's just give it time and it will get easier. Absolutely. I love what you are discussing about just having that relationship with your PT. Um, it's hard as a clinician to, to, you want to provide the best care in the best way that you can, but we all have unique personalities and unique. Mm-hmm. So it is so important. And I, I tell my own patients, you know, if, if 
you need to do what's right for you. And that's why there's an entire team of therapy around you. So if your fit isn't perfect, that's okay. But it's hard to not take that personally. So I love that you mentioned that because it's um, at the end of the day, all that matters is that we find the right connection with our clients to help um, provide the care that that works best for them. So I love that. That's a, that's a great, not to take things personally, but, but just to remember that everybody's on a journey and we have to find the right, um, the right journey for each individual person. There's no one path to that journey. For sure. I have, I have one, one thing to say, kind of that piggybacks that is that um, Geneva is blessed with her therapist who is in kind of the same, um, same, a part of her life with, mm-hmm. with young kids, um, similar age, uh, very similar interests. And, you know, how she said about finding the right person, this is the right therapist that she has right now. There's no question about it. So That's um, awesome. that just kind of goes in, goes I, it I to, about that. to what you said. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think at the end of the day, one of the most important things that, that a therapist and a client can have is communication and open yes. communication with each other. Um, what kind of communication did you two learn together through your marriage that maybe uh, you were challenged with when you first came home following your spinal cord injury? I'll take this one. So <laughs> it's and, and it's a good thing. I'm not taking it because it's a bad thing. Um, Geneva and I have talked about this quite a bit uh, since since this this started and, and since we came home and all that kind of stuff that our marriage has gotten so much we've gotten so much closer and our communication has gotten so much more open um because of this uh we have to discuss everything i, I mean every, every with doctors with with our kids you know we're we're a team as before um, you know, I would be at work all day. Janiel would take care of the kids. She would understand everything that has to go with that. And and when this happened, we, we everything was blended at this mm-hmm. at this point. So we got closer in in our feeling about situations. We got closer in how we everyday life because we both took on different roles um, when this happened. So um, you know, our communication just got stronger throughout this. And I think that was a very important part of it was making sure that that we kept talking and that we kept, um, you know, expressing things that, you know, either bothered us or things that, that we could help each other learn. Um, and because I don't understand everything that she thinks she doesn't understand everything that, that I think, but we both had a better understanding that, um, you know, both of us need, I guess, a little bit of grace in, in every aspect of, of the, of life. You know, I had to understand what she was going through. She had to understand what I was going through. And if we didn't communicate, we didn't have that communication. We just, it would have been way more difficult than it actually was. Yeah. When I came home, I felt like a burden, like just a plain burden. And then it was stacking, like my feelings were stacking. And finally we talked about it. I will say a couple things though, (laughs) that we still struggle with. Here we go. (laughs) So for me, so he's a helper. But sometimes I don't want help. I want to see if I could do it. So he'll be like, I'm like, I'm doing it. And he'll still grab my arm. I'll be like, get off my arm. Like, I'm doing it. Like, I need to try. Or like the wheelchair. You know, so just imagine an able-bodied person and someone always guiding them. Like, sometimes I'm like, I want to push my own wheelchair. Don't touch my wheelchair. I love it. And he tries to help. But I'm like, just imagine you're walking and I'm like, you know, I just push him. It's like, that's how it is being in a wheelchair. It's like, I don't need you to control my body right now. And that was a hurdle. Cause he's like, I'm trying to help. 
And I'm like, I understand, but I don't want help right now. Like, what if I just walk in the bathroom and wipe your butt when you're going to the bathroom? Cause I want help, you know, like I don't want help right now. What great, so, what a great insight. Into she's, that she's going, she's going into the specifics of what I meant when I said we understand each other's challenges and we discuss them and work, work through them. So we oh. all those things out except the wheelchair things. We, I'm like, my wheelchair? Don't touch my wheelchair. <laughs> well, Tim, so, I think, I think you hit. I think you hit such a great point when you said that, that it just takes a little bit of grace with each other yes. and from every aspect of the entire team, from the person with the spinal cord injury, their loved ones, the, the rehab team. Um, we all just have to have a little grace, everybody day to day. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I love that, that message. So I want to wrap up with you guys. If you could relay one message or one piece of advice to physical therapists who treat those with spinal cord injury from around the country, what would that be? What insight would you like to leave us with? You want me to go first? So I'll say, and and Geneva and I talked about this briefly before uh, before we got on this um, call, is that... um, the PTs, and, and this is very kind of focused on, on what she has been through, is that I think that the spinal cord, um, that to know, to know the patient's limits, um, but also push them to, to hit those limits. And, um, you know, I don't think without, without the high intensity that Geneva has been doing um, over the past year, um, we wouldn't see the results that, that she sees now without that. So, um, I think, you know, it's, if, if a T just kind of there, I guess, understanding that they may need grace, um, but to get them better and to, to reach the goals, it might not be the, the best way. And then mine would be, I thought about this one a lot because I have, like I said, I have a perfect PT team, so it's hard for me to tell them what to do like better, but, um, not, so I can't do that. But as a whole, I think PT should just relate. It's not just a spinal cord injury is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So sure. I'm a spinal cord injury patient, but I'm also a mom of three juggling a lot. I'm also dealing with bowel and black news. I'm dealing with spasms and not I think understanding that it's not just the injury, so many things encompassing a spinal cord injury and relating on a personal level. I think is a game changer for someone just because when I go in, my PT's like, how's the, how's the calving? How, wh- what's up? Did you get your colonoscopy yet? And I feel like, I'm so happy you asked me because I'm not comfortable talking about this with anybody else. So I would love to tell you, you know, yes. what a wonderful, what a wonderful insight you guys have provided us. I really, really appreciate both of your time, Geneva and Tim. And we thank you so much for dedicating just your insight to, to listeners all across the country. You have given us such a unique perspective and hopefully that will help us to grow and therapists to grow across the country to be able to really build that connection that we um, have the opportunity to develop with our clients each day. And I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in today. We look forward to bringing you another episode in the upcoming weeks. And we're going to talk with an individual living with a spinal cord injury who has devoted his career to giving back to others with spinal cord injury. But anyways, Janina, that was so awesome. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Sam, you guys were amazing. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you guys. I appreciate it so much. (laughs) Bye. 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 Bye.